today is Ayn Zayin Amid Beis and Ayn Ches Amid Aleph. So let's chazer Ayn Zayin Amid Beis. Ayn Zayin Amid Beis starts with spelling. How do you spell certain words? So in the Mishnah, it's interesting because the Mishnah says the chalav, the amount of chalav that you can down in one swallow is the amount that you'd be chayav for if you took that out on Shabbos. And in the Mishnah it says gemir with an ayin. The maskon of our sugya from the posuk by Rifkin Eliezer hagmiini non mat and there the Torah spells it with an olive. So that seems to be the maskana that should be with an olive. And yet our mission is Gores and Ayin, but then the Masoris Hashas brings an Orech that um, has the Girsa with an olive. Okay, it's just interesting that our Mishnayas don't have that. Okay, next question was, and the, and the Garin, the next one, um, I'm sorry. That, did I say Garinim? No, Gamiya. Gamiya with an olive or Gamiya with an ayin? His maskon is Gamiya with an olive. Then we have Garinim, seeds. Is that with an olive or an ayin? And the pasuk that they bring, it's really with an ayin. Vinegra meir kecha means you deduct whatever years the hek, that hektesh had the field for. So a seed deducts basically from the amount of fruit that you have. Then we have the question of omomos or omomos, aleph or ayin. When coals are going out, are just dim, dimming. That's that's what omomos means. And they bring a pasuk that the arozim of Ganadim didn't dim the beauty of Ashur. Okay, and that pasuk is spelt with an ayin, so therefore omomos is an ayin. Then we had ma'atzmin or ma'atzmin. That's the case of closing the eye. It's, it's muktza. A mace is muktza. And you're not allowed to close the eyes of a mace. And is that spelt with an olive or an ayin? And the posik that's brought is posik va'otsem enav meiraos which means the person closes his eyes from looking at bad things. And that Pasuk says the Otsem, which is the word Ma'atzmem, is with an ayin. Okay. And then the Gemara said, brought a brysa. If you take out the Cholov of Behema Gemia, here, by the way, it's spelt with an Aleph, like we would have thought. If you take out the Chol, these are all Yechayavon, if you took it out on Shabbos. Cholov Shalisha. If you took out the amount of milk from a woman, breast milk, or the lubin shalbeta, or the white of an egg, the amount kedelitein b'meshifa shal kilor, keday, yeah, kedelitein b'meshifa shal kilor means this kilor, this some kind of 
ointment that they put on the eyes. Rashi says the keeler is um, on the Mishnah. Rashi said keeler is shenoisnin al ha'ayin. You put it on the eyes. It's medicinal purposes. So you either can mix the keeler. The keeler apparently is a concentrated substance, like a cream. And you have to either mix it with something. You can mix it with um, the milk, breast milk, the chal of shalisha, or volubin shalbeta, or the white of an egg. And the amount... What's that? Yeah, the amount that you have... The amount of chal of shalisha, or the white of the egg, that you need to use to make the keeler effective, that's the amount that you have if you take it out. The next case is um, today, one second. right? That's the next case. So now Keeler, we're gonna go raise that parentheses. Yeah. Keeler. So this Keeler, this some kind of ointment. Right. It how much you how much of that we just talked about the things you have to mix it with. So either the Khal of Shalisha or the now we're gonna discuss what about the Keeler itself. So there it's the amount of Keeler that's that you would take out that's enough to mix with water and make it effective. And Rashi says it means here two for two eyes. That amount. After you you know, before you mix it, it's like almost like the example of the the, the Yayin Chai before you dilute it. So here's the keeler before you dilute it with water. We so you could dilute it with a number of things. Boy Rabashi. Kade Shifa or Kade Achiza Vashifa Heiko. Does that mean the amount of keeler alone? Or is it the amount of keeler plus the amount that's that uh, stuck to the person's fingers? Because the, they would smear it with fingers. And that would be a little bit more. Heiko. Kamara doesn't know. Devash. Kade Litein Alakosis. Now, Ryan Brown raised something today. I think he talked about it, not today, on to, on this daf. What kind of devash are we talking about? We've we talked bee honey. Does it say in the Mishnah? Honey from bees? Or remember the Pasuk, when we talk about Eretz Cholavu Dvash, Eretz, right? Cholavu Dvash. We're not talking about. Um, well, when we talk about, well, there, I'm not sure. One second. But in the Pasuk of the Shiva Minim, right? Eretz Chitasor, Egefen, Esainer, Verimon, Eretz Zeshemen, Udvash. That's Dvash Tmarim. That's Nani from Tmarim. This must be honey from bees. It doesn't say.
Okay. Just want to point that out. Uh, maybe I'll I'll get back to you on that. I have to look it up. Lecharit should be honey. But anyway, we learned in the Mishnah the amount that you would need to cover a wound. And the Gemara has a question. Does it mean the entire wound? Or just means like the like the um, the top of it? You know, like a blisters come to like a head. Um, so is it the entire wound? Are we talking about covered with vash? We're just the head of it. That's the two. And that's also a teku. And then the Gemara discussed things. Rabbi Yudom Arab said, made a statement, everything that Rabbi Shalom created is not, not Lebatola. There is a purpose in everything. And he bore a, um, a slug, a snail, for, for the Kassis. I guess besides the um, I guess besides the Dvash, and we have another thing for the Kassas, right? We just finished talking about Dvash to put on the Kassas. Now the Gemara is saying that the Shablul, a snail, a slug, is good for the, those sores. Zvuv, a fly, is good for somebody gets stung by a tzira, a hornet. A yatush, a gnat, is good for the sting, the bite of a snake. And a snake is good for boils. And samumus, spider, is good for scorpion. And Rashi says, at least by, uh, by the um, By um, he says when the, we talk about a hornet's bite, you grind up the spider, the, the fly. The zvuv is good for the tzira. You grind it up and put it on there. And then a little right later, Rashi says, for the for the bite of a scorpion, you grind up um, the samumbis. That's the uh, spider. And put it on there. These things are uh, remedies for this. Hey, the Gemara then asks: When we talk about our nachash being good for boils, how do you work? How do you do that? So the Gemara says: You put a black one. You take a black nachash and a white one. Cook it up together, and then smear it on the boil. Okay. Then the Gemara says, Tanar second wide line. Five, there are Chamisha Amos, five fears. There's the fear of a weak person um, because of the Gibur. Well, no, this is the exception. There is a fear of the um, the Gibur has the the second one in these lists so the old, is the one that's afraid. So sometimes a geeper is afraid of somebody weaker. The Ari is afraid of this mafgia, a certain small chaya that has a very loud voice. He freaks. 
gets scared. The, the elephant is afraid of the deep. The elephant is afraid of the, the gnat because it goes up it goes up its snout. And the see the Samo the Akra. Scorpion is afraid of the Samomas. Also goes up its nose, Rashi says. And then the Nesha, the eagle is afraid of this Sanuna, small bird that prevents the Nesha's wings from um from being from spreading out. Can't fly. And you have the the Livyosan who's afraid of the Kilvis. Kilvis is a small sheretz and goes into the Livyosan, the fish, into its ears again. And how do we know? How do we know this? That sometimes the um, the strong are afraid of the weak. Rosh says Hamavlik showed al Oz. Mavlik showed al Oz. Oz is the weak to triumph over the powerful. Okay. Then we, the Rav Zera found Rabbi Yehudi was in a good mood. He figured we'd ask him all these non-Toradic per se questions. And he asked him, what's the reason that goats are in front of the sheep when you have a flock of animals. The goats are always first and the sheep are later. So he, Rav um, Yehuda answered, because it's like the Bria Sa'ilam. First there was darkness, Vayyerev, and then Vayyivokir, right? First darkness, and then light. And therefore the A's are, Yizim are dark, and sheep are white. So the A's comes first. And then, the, then he asked him, why is it that sheep's tails um, cover themselves? Right? The hindquarters are covered by the tail, whereas goats, they're not covered. They're exposed. They're not covered by a tail. Why is that? Answers the Gemara, because we are clothed by sheep's wool, and therefore the sheep, in turn, is clothed by its tail, whereas the ezim, which is just used, the goat's hair is used for uh, sacks, but um, we're not clothed by goat's hair, so therefore his hair, he's, he's exposed also. The ace is exposed. Why is the cow tail the gamla zutter nufse. Why is the short? Mishim da'achel kisei. Because it eats thorns. And we don't want it get, the tail to get entangled in the thorns. And my time at Torah Richa, why is this short? They are long. Mishim da'achel they live in the swamp area. There are a lot of bats there. Uboi can use the Gemara. Uboi la karkushe bucky. He has to chase away the the gnats. My time a karnak the kamsariki. 
what is the reason that the horns, the antenna of a local are soft, flexible? Because they live among willows. Willows are somewhat stiff. And if it would rub against, you know, willows, it might break off. The kasha and the antennas were hard, rigid. Nadja umisavya. They would be dislodged in the locust, you know, walks among the willows and misavra. Ever become blinded? As Shmuel says, a person wants to blind a locust, just take off. Now they see. Rabbi asks, Rabbi Zera is asking these questions from Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason that the lower eyelid of a rooster goes up? Our, our eyes are the you know, there's some static on the line. I don't know. I might be good to mute to yourselves. Yeah. Anyway, um, why is it there? It's the opposite of us. Our upper lids close on our lower lids. The rooster's lower lid closes up to the to meet the upper lid. Why is that? They live among boards. And there was a lot of smoke. The Eil Kutran, if the smoke were able to get into the eyes of the rooster, Miss Avra, it would be blinded. So since the smoke rises from below, they're sitting up on, on beams higher than the smoke, the smoke goes up, and therefore the lower lid closes on the upper lid to prevent the smoke from entering the eye. Then the Gemara's Darshan's words. And these are also things that Reb Zera asked Rav Yehuda. Desha. Why is a door called a Desha? Answers the Gemara, Derech Sham. Because that's the Derech into the house is through the door. So Desha is a contraction of the word Derech Sham. Why is a Darga ladder? Derech Gag. It's the way to the roof. What's a Maskolisa? Which is a dip. Why is it called Maskalisa? Because it's a contraction of the words Mosai Tichle Do. When is this ever going to be finished? There's so much, it lasts so long because it's only a dip. Besa, though the Aseba. Besa comes from the word, come, come on in and sit down. Bixa, which is a very cramped house. Why is it called Bixa? Because Bay Aksa. It's the house of something very small, narrow. Why is kufsa, which is a mortar, why is it called kufsa? Kufsev. Tip it over and sit on it. And Rashi brings a, a few other, a couple other definitions. Either it's a mortar, or it's a certain measure of wheat. Um, whatever it is, you turn it over and you sit down. So kof means like kind of turn it over. The sieve and sit down. That's what's called a kufsa. Livni. Why are bricks called livni? The answer is livne vene, because it lasts for the children's children. Livni is the, the, these bricks last for a very long time. Um, hutza. 
which is like thorns, a fence made out of thorns. Why is it called that? Because it's chatzitza. Because it forms the chatzitza, the barrier. Chatzpa. Why is a barrel called chatzpa? Because it mines the water from the river. Which means it draws the water from the river. That's called mining. You don't mine water, really. It's drawing the water from the river. Why is a kuza called a kuza, which is a small earthenware jug? Kazer, because it was, it's like kazer. It's like very small. And when people want to say, give me a little bit of this, they say, oh, kazer, you know, this little bit amount. Small amount. Um... Shutisa, that's a myrtle branch. Why is it called Shutisa? And the word Shutisa, because a person who dances, they, what they used to do is they put it in their mouth, they danced in front of a kala, and they look silly. So it's called, they look like like a shaita. That's why a myrtle branch is called Shutisa. It references the guy who puts that in his mouth and dances and dances in front of the kala. I don't know if he puts it in his mouth. Maybe I made that up. I'm just looking at Rashi. It doesn't say he puts it in his mouth. He's maracid with this hadas. Okay. Meshichla. Meshichla comes the word mashikola. It washes everybody because it's big. Shikla is big, and you can watch the hands and feet of uh, of, um, of a lot of people. But mashchilsa is small, so it's also from the word mashi, wash. Kilsa means the kala, because it's only it's small and only good for a kala or some other people, a few others that are kosher. Asisa is a hand mortar called asisa. Why is it called asisa? Because chasirta, it's missing. Because this mortar is like a board with an indentation in it to put the food and and and, and smash it in that indentation, that little cup. Why is a buchna called a buchna? Buchna is a pestle. From the words bova keno, come and let's let's hit, let's strike it. That's what a pestle does. Strikes the things that they want to grind up. And then the Reb Zebe asked him about clothing, and he said, Levusha, which is the outer garment. Why is it called Levusha? Lobusha, because there's no embarrassment when you wear it. And Rashi here says, not because it's covering your body, but it's coming, covering your clothing underneath, which might be tattered or, you know, worn. That's the Levusha. The Glima, which is, we said, like a poncho. It's called glima. It's because shenase boke golem. Because a person looks like a golem. There's no, you don't see any outline of its, of, of its person's body. It's like a poncho. It just, there's no arms and legs in it. It just, you know, so a person looks like a golem. Gulsa. What, what about the, uh, gulsa, it's called, is it like a cape? 
comes from the word golly ve'esim, because when you have a cape in the back, like like almost like uh, you see the rabbonim that are wearing the um, the frocks, they pick it up on the bottom and reveal themselves, so to speak, and then you know drape it over their laps so it doesn't you know uh, they're not sitting on it, doesn't drag on the floor. So that's a gulsa. These capes are from the word golly ve'esim reveals himself and sits down. Puriya, which is a bed, is called Puriya because Parun Viravana level. People are fruitful and multiply on it. Borazinka is an empty bar that's been dried out because and that's because it's Zincha is Borzenoki. This is a clean bar. Sudra. Tamidi Khachoman wear hats called Sudra. From the words so Hashem Lireah, Hashem reveals secrets to Tamidi Chachamim. Why is it Apadna, the word for the for palace? Because it comes from the words Apischadim. Because for this door, people come to get judged or to uh, hear uh, advice from the king. There are three Shlosha Kozman Shemazkini Mosif and Gevura. Three things that the longer they live, unlike other things that age and become weaker, there are three things that become stronger. Dog, fish, nochash, snake, the chazer, swine. Okay. The Mishnah had said, enough shemen to kedei losuch ever katan. And the question is, what does this mean? Enough shemen to shmear, anoint a small limb. That's the amount. If you take it out on Shabbos, b'chayev. Ami debe Rabbi Yane. Rabbi Yane says, it's a small limb from a small kid that's only a day old. Very small amount. Okay? That's Rabbi Yane. So this katan is really two there are two cut things that are cut then. Firstly, the kids are cut then. Only one day old. And the aver that you're going to measure it from is also cut. That's Rebbe Yayana. Mesave, the Gemara asks from the Brysa, which seems to be not like Rabbi Yana, Because the Brysa says, Shemen kidei losach aver katan vikatan ben yomo. Now, the Gemara assumes that those are two different shiurim. My love, doesn't it mean aver katan gadol, gadol, the gadol, the small limb of a gadol, the aver gadol shall katan ben yomo, and the big limb of a one-day-old infant, and um, they're obviously the same shear. so the Bryce is just giving you giving you two ways to measure. That's the question. And that would be not like the Rabyanik, because Rabbi Anani says it's they're not two separate ones, they're they're all the same. It's all one. The small aver of a small kid. Cut them. This Bryce is saying, seems seems to suggest. I guess maybe because of the Vav, it says Kidei Losuch Aver Katon Vikaton Benyoma. Two separate things. The Gemara says, "No, I'm related to Bei Rabbi Yana. 
the Talmidim and Rabbi Yanai would answer, no, lo, it's the same. That's what Rabbi Yanai says. Ignore the vav. It's the shaman to anoint a small aver on a small kid one day old. Okay, so the b'risa then becomes consistent with the view of Rabbi Yanai. Let us say that the the um, the the, the Bey Rabiane is really a machlokas um, tanoim because it, yeah because we have a a brisa shemen kedei losach ever katan vikatan ben yomo all right we'll see what that means. And that's Divrei Rabbi Shimon Olozer. Rabbi Nosson Omer, Kedei Losach Ever Kotom. So what are they arguing? What's the argument? My love, they're arguing in the following. The Rabbi Shimon Olozer holds Ever Kotom of a Kotom. Like we wanted to say that the Bryce meant before. In keeping with Shittas de Bayana, they knew that not two separate Shirim. It's all one despite the vav. Right? It's a small limb of a small kid one day old. That's Reb Shimon ben Elozer. Reb Nosson just said, Kedei losuch aver katan. Reb Nosson holds, it could be an aver katan of a gadol, or an aver gadol of a katan. That's the Gemara wants to suggest that Reb Nosson holds. I guess you have to read it like this. Kedei losach aver katan, or kedei losach aver of a katan. Yeah, it's hard to really read in this pshat. It's, we're, we're suggesting that Rabbi Nossin is really saying two different things in this very, in this four little, four, four word um, shir, kedei losach aver katan. Okay, the Gemara wants to say that that's the machlokes. Aval Aver Kotan Shil Kotan, Rab Nosen would, however, disagree with Rab Shimon Ben Alozer and say that an Aver Kotan of a Kotan, that's too little. You wouldn't be high of if you took that amount, because that's too little. So, anyway, but it seems like if you can interpret this, these two sheets the way we just did, then Sheetas Rab Debei Ramiyani is a Machlekes Tanoim. Answers the Gemara low. The Kuleyama Aver Kotan, the Kotan Benyomo low. Everybody holds that's too small of a shear. An Aver Kotan of, of a Kotan. In other words, the Rabbianai shear is not correct. Too small. And what's the Machlekes between Rabbi Shimon Ben Alazar and Rabbi Nosson? The following. Shimon Ben Alazar, Sobar. Like we just said, Bishitis Ravnosa, that it's either an Aver Kotan of a Gadol or an Aver Gadol of a Kotan. And they're both the same. Just two ways of measuring it. Ravnosa holds that Aver Kotan of a Gadol, yeah, is good, but Aver Gadol de Kotan ben Yomo, low. You wouldn't be high for that. Too small. Too small. So. This is another way to interpret the machlokes between Rav Shimon ben Elazar and Rav Nosson. And neither, in this way, neither of them hold like Rav Yanai. 
Answers the Gemara, my Havyalah. So what's the conclusion here? Answers the Gemara, Toshma. I bring your Raya for Baraisa. And this is Beferish. Tanner of Shemin Alozo Omer, Shemin, Gede Lossa gave her cotton, Shell cotton ben Yomo. So there's no question of what's going on here. At least Rav Shimon ben Elazar holds clearly like the Bay Rav Yanai. Two cottons. The Avers cotton and the Kiddus cotton. And therefore, we're going to have to explain the Machlekes of Rav Shimon ben Elazar and Rav Nosson that we brought on Amir Bey just now, like we explained initially. Rav Shimon ben Elazar holds like Bay Yanai. Two, it's two. It's all one case: a cotton, and it is neighbor cotton and the cotton ben yomo. Whereas Avnosim will say it's two different shiurim, which are the same. Either it's an aver, a big aver of a little of a cotton ben yomo, or a little aver of a of a of an adult. Okay. So machlekes. The end of the day. Sheetah's Rabbi Yanai is a machlekes 